Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This week on Pop Gaze, we talk the prom, the zodiac killer, and keeping the Yuletide gay. Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pop Gaze, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. For postmodern queers! Merry Christmas! Yes, oh my God! Christmas. Yes, this is our Christmas Happy episode. Happy holidays! Yes, I'm feeling the spirit. Oh. <laughs> I'm loving your full Grinch fantasy, guys. Thanks for <laughs> turning out the looks in, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time, every yeah. time, guys. This is our twentieth episode. Is that right, Charlie? <laughs> it's episode nineteen. It's episode nineteen. <laughs> The 20s next week. Guys, this is our 19th episode. Can you believe it? Can you believe? (laughs) We did it. And we're just one away from 20. It feels like the 20th. Yeah, I'm telling you, it feels like the 100th. (laughs) I said that to my partner. I was like, okay, it's like, we're up to like episode, well, I thought it was 20. (laughs) I was like, we're up to the 20th episode. And they were like, oh, is that all? And I was like, oh, can you fuck off? Like, yeah, that's three true. comedians, thank you. That's yeah. like, you know, committing to a project. Ah, oh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, which would be hard. Not easy, according to me. What's been going on, guys? Have you got? Have you guys started buying presents and stuff? Yeah, I've finished pretty much all of my present shopping outside of the Kris Kringle I have to get for my housemate. Which I'll be doing tomorrow. Oh my god, you're so organized. Yeah. Oh my god, Aurelia. I was a real Karen today. I messaged one of the places I bought from complaining about how long the shipping is taking. Oh, it wasn't another wooden dick vase, was it? It wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But my girlfriend listens to the podcast, so I can't say what it was. Ah, right. Fair (laughs) enough. Yeah, I hope by the time this episode airs, I've actually got my shit together and I've organized my presents. I'm always the... 
late one who's like rushing into like <laughs> shopping centers <laughs> just like I'll take anything absolutely oh my god I'm the same I end up like going in on so many presents <laughs> Especially me yeah. and my brothers, we're all like B type personalities, and so we're all like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I suck at, at, at gift giving. Like, that's not my love language is quality time. So often I will buy people things to do, which thankfully, because of COVID being somewhat quashed in Victoria, it is a possibility. But during quarantine, I found it really hard because I was like, I like mm. to buy people like tickets to stuff. Mm. You know? That's nice. I think I'm really good at receiving gifts. <laughs> <laughs> What's your style sign again, Charlie? Aries. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. You also said that like that was a genuine like skill. <laughs> it is Which a skill. It is. It is. It is. It is. There's something worse than someone who you get a gift for and they don't give the reaction that you want. Like um, this happened a couple of weeks ago because it was my dad's 60th. And my brother and my sister and I went in for a group present and he's just recently re-bought his boat that he sold 10 years ago. And it's the exact same boat and he bought it off the guy that he sold it to. And it was like his like pride and joy back when he had it. And then when my parents separated, he had to sell it. And so it's kind of like a new lease on life. He's getting his groove back kind of thing. And so he loves his boat and everything's boat themed at the moment. (laughs) Anyway, we're like... What we're going to do is we're going to get him, like, a golden navigation compass Mm -hmm. meant for, like, old-fashioned, like, boats and that kind of stuff. And it's, like, this beautiful traditional thing. And then we got it engraved with all of our names, like, happy birthday, Dad, we love you. And we were so excited. Like, this is the most we've ever planned anything. Like, we never do this kind of stuff. And Dad was just like, oh, that's nice. Never to be mentioned again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you remember that video of that kid that was like, an avocado, thanks. Yeah, I do remember that. It was so cute and wholesome. (laughs) But you know what I think is going to happen? No, what's going to happen with your dad is like one day when he's really, really old, he'll be like, what is that in your pocket? And it's the compass. Yeah. You know, and it's like secretly his favorite thing, but he wasn't able to admit it when you gave it to him. Maybe he was so touched by it that he was like on the verge of tears and had to like downplay it. Mm. Let's roll with mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> that or I go to his house next and he's using it as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful though. That's a great idea to give your dad. Yeah, well we thought so. Shame dad didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly's dad, if you're listening, you're cancelled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys oh that's great i haven't really thought about christmas presents we're doing chris kringle for the first time this year as like a as a as a unit like my auntie and stuff are getting involved too and i know i'm gonna get some random novelty like card game or something (laughs) really fucking weird that's like like a blow up (laughs) You know, there's, like, um, <laughs> gifts that they sell at Typo every year around Christmas yes. time, mm-hmm. yes. and it's just, like, a flamingo lamp. I will yeah. get that. I will get that, I promise you. I'll come to this podcast in a month's time <laughs> lit up with a flamingo lamp. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> typo has good shit for that kind of, like, silly gift. 
my friends mm-hmm. and I are doing a $30 like silly KK this year and mm-hmm. I have only been looking at typo. <laughs> <laughs> no, with my housemates, we also did a Kris Kringle and our budget is $50. Oh, big spenders. I know, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit worried about what I can get. That's in. That's nice, but like I don't know. I feel like it's easy to get something under twenty dollars, mm. but then when it goes to that level, you're like, I have to get two things. But we also said it can't be a sex toy, <laughs> oh. and it can't be drugs. Well, then what's the fucking? Point? <laughs> like, no drugs and no sex. <laughs> I know what you mean, though, because, like, under $20, you're like, oh, okay, I can get something really random and small, and we all know it's under $20, so that's fun. But $50 is, like, you can get something shit for $50. Mm You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. $35, there's a lot of crap out there available (laughs) I was talking to uh, one of my colleagues the other day, speaking of the holiday season, and they were saying that Dan Andrews, the Victorian premier, (laughs) posted something saying, and happy Hanukkah, because Hanukkah started last week or before, and the comment section went off. Oh, I can already feel it. (laughs) Just so many, like, threatened, like, white Christians in Australia being like, there's someone said there's barely any Christmas in schools, and it's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) people think there's a war on Christmas, and... I couldn't agree less. Have you seen the the films that Netflix are churning out this year? Mm. There's that one film studio that is only Christmas movies. <gasps> they just make Christmas movies. Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Netflix movies, have you all seen The Prom? Yes. Okay, we need to fucking roast that shit. <laughs> are we going to see that on your YouTube channel, Charlie? Oh, my God, I need to. <gasps> But I also don't know if I could watch it again. I hated it. I absolutely <laughs> fucking hated it. <laughs> I I watched it with my sister and we were like, this will be fun. And like, I've listened to the Broadway soundtrack, but never like obviously seen it in action. So I was like, oh, the songs are kind of vapid and empty, but they're fun and like catchy. So this will be like a fun little Christmas thing. But we ended up like just screaming at the whole film. Like, why is she wearing that? Well, where are the fucking lesbians? Why is James Corden here? The whole time it was just it was shit time. <laughs> I saw someone describe the lead girl. Is her name Emma? I'm pretty sure it's Emma. Yeah. I saw someone on Facebook describe her as butch. And I was like, oh, oh please. <laughs> Oh, please. To the butch community. Yeah. And her little, like, sunflower, like, overalls. No. (laughs) Oh, please. They gotta stop putting fedoras on lesbians. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Yes, there are lesbians that wear fedoras, but not all lesbians wear fedoras. And if you only watched (laughs) TV and films about lesbians, you would assume that everybody had a hat collection. (laughs) How did you guys feel about the prom? Like, did you feel that it did justice to young lesbian love? Yeah, really. Did you finish it? (laughs) (laughs) Just like so often, I didn't finish. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) I started watching it. And I went in knowing it was going to be shit because some people actually messaged our Instagram page warning us. Um, (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this warning and I'm going to go in prepared. But then it was so much worse than (laughs) I like ever imagined. And it was just another one of those movies where it's like made for straight people um, to be more accepting of the gays. 
Mm. And yeah, I don't know. It's just like, when are you going to make a movie that's for us and by us? Yeah. It's just so funny that you said that, Aurelia, because I just quickly went on IMDb just to see if there's any, you know how they have like a trivia section. <laughs> and speaking of the, the people that it's made for, the title of this user review is, I'm a 50-something straight man and I loved it. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> All right, Andrew Bolt, calm down. Yeah, (laughs) calm down. Look, I didn't care for the main girl, Emma. Sorry, doll. There were moments where I really enjoyed her, but then I was like, stop smiling. She's breaking up with her girlfriend and she's like, why? (laughs) Her mouth is like so wide open and she's like, oh my God. She was such a Mary Sue. Like she just existed to be this like perpetual, blissful chipper lesbian that okay. nothing could get her down which is fake lesbians are depressed We're exactly depressed. <laughs> i've never met a lesbian who smiles like <laughs> smiling in that time <laughs> oh my god it was disgusting she emma wiggled her way through that movie and i have no time for it <laughs> yeah not to be confused with emma wiggle no. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I really love. I thought there were some golden moments. I like, and and overall, I was like, I had some fun, and I had fun hating it too. So I can't like fault that. I have a lot of fun hating films. <laughs> I really liked Meryl. I thought it's the best she's ever sounded. Um, that's such a read of the script, though. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's your compliment for it. Meryl sounded good. Meryl sounded great. <laughs> Nicole Kidman needs to do these kinds of roles more often. I don't want to see her being good in stuff. I want to see her being in stuff uh, just as Nicole. <laughs> there was nothing really to it. She Did you, Aurelie, did you get up to the Zazz song? I don't think so. <laughs> you dodged um, a bullet. It was I, so yeah. funny. How far is that? Halfway? Oh, I thought the movie was going to end at so many points. There were so many false endings to this story. I think it was like three quarters, like Mm. over halfway. I'll find the exact minute and send it to you just because you need to watch this exact, this song. Give it some sad. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole's like limp hands just like coming down the stairs. Like, oh oh, no. Oh it was very funny. I thought that the, the the whole song about the Bible was a bit like of, of a trope, like we've yeah. seen that before. And we've seen it done better. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, and it's such a boring, it was so interesting that they like they heard that argument and then were like, oh, yeah, now we're not homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I also, it felt really cowardly how the homophobes in this universe were just the PTA mother Mm. and the, like, kids of pastors. And it's like, no, we're talking about middle fucking America. Young, like, millennial-aged kids are not the problem and they're quite progressive these days. We're talking about, like, where are the, like, aggressive Republican men? Like, Mm. why are we pretending that, like, very, like, loving but protective mothers are the great evil evil of homophobia in Mm. middle America. It's like, fuck no. I felt that was very cop-out. Like, wouldn't it have been better to show actual homophobia in the way that it happens? Like, which would be Mm. a lot more visceral and, like, harassment rather than just, like, logistical planning for a prom. Mm. Absolutely. And it kind of, like, is... I'm trying to find the right words, but it really, like, minimises 
the complexities of small town and middle America life by just being like, they're all homophobic and there's yeah. no, like, and then, then that's it. It's like, you're a homophobic or you're Emma. Mm. It doesn't really mm. allow for people to sort of grow and change in interesting ways. And I think that that also creates, you know, more of a, a divide, dare I say, of people being like, oh, uh, well, I guess they all hate us. <laughs> like, mm. I really loved Keegan-Michael Key, uh, who was the principal, and I thought that the whole movie should have just been about him and Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> I was done with that. We need to talk about James Corden. We've danced around it. Thoughts on James Corden in the prom. Cancel him. Yeah. End that man. <laughs> <laughs> he should just stick to what he's good at, and that's carpool karaoke and having everyone believe that he's gay when he's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is ironic because he had to play gay and it was very unbelievable in this film. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'm never someone who has any issue generally with people playing gay men, but something about this really fucking did a number on me. I was like, you know what? I'm drawing the line now. I'm 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 saying no. Like this is not on. I don't like it. Yeah, and it was, yeah. my enormous hate for James Corden definitely like amplified this. But there was something <laughs> about it, especially the fact that Andrew Reynolds was in the main cast as well, playing a straight character. Uh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was meant to be. Uh, not convincingly. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like at the start of the film, I kept on saying to my sister, I was like. Nathan Lane should have played this. Titus Burgess Where should have played Nathan this. Where was Nathan Lane? Yeah. Oh God, Titus Burgess would have been perfect. E- either of them would have been perfect. But the more that the movie went on, the more that I hated it, the more I was like, you know what? I'm glad James Corden's in it because now I get to just like completely erase this film from my memory and it's not going to like stain my view of Nathan Lane or Titus Burgess for being involved in it. Absolutely. I saw it in the cinema with a couple of friends um, not because we were like, we must see the prom, because we were like, we must experience the cinema again for the first time <laughs> since January. The prom is on. And we were talking about it before. There's a beautiful moment where James Corden's character dances with his younger self. And we were like, had that been played by literally anyone else, we would have been in tears. Like, mm-hmm. it would have been so beautiful, but it was like, there's nothing care. more terrifying than that moment where he's like saying to the kid, like, Look at me now. It's going to be all right. If I was a kid and fucking James Corden came to me in a vision and said, you're going to end up as this, oh, I'd be God. like, I don't know that the future gets better. I, I don't think it, does better. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> uh, but he's been copying so much flack and I've been witness to a lot of old uh, cis white gay men online coming to his defense. And I'm like, why though? Like, aside from the fact that like straight people playing gay people is somewhat a bit of a, like, especially for Oscar or Golden Globey baby performances like James Corden's was definitely not. I don't think he's going for the Oscars. I think he's going Golden Globes, but I was like, it wasn't even good. Like, why are you defending a boring performance? Mm. also it was badly directed i hated the camera work ryan murphy just has an orgasm over multiple camera angles like per (laughs) second and it's like stay still like you could never actually focus on any single person's mouth when they were singing because it would just move and then you'd suddenly be 30 meters away doing like a helicopter zoom from like the roof onto a singer and it's like there's no intimacy in it like the storytelling is never intimate even when it's just the two girls 
sharing their, their apparent love for each other and there was no chemistry, let's be real. Ugh. Yeah, it's like watching it from like far away from like a roller coaster camera and it's like shit ass. Mm. I like the credits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird compliment. <laughs> like the best thing about this movie was the credits. Yeah, yeah. Because it yeah, was horrible. That's a read. That's a read on that. <laughs> Yeah, look, it wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I saw that the, I thought that the story, because you'd explained the story to us um, earlier this year, Charlie, I was excited by it. But I also, yeah, I don't want to see any more of these like kind of low-key trauma porn movies anymore. I just want to see, like we've talked about before, a rom-com. Mm. Yeah, gays being gay. <laughs> Talking about porn. Um, did you see that Pornhub is now no longer accepting certain cards Mm. for their subscriptions so you can't pay with a Visa or MasterCard anymore so I'll finally have to apply for an Amex (laughs) (laughs) why aren't they taking Visa or MasterCard I think it has to do with their terms so each card issuer has certain payment terms for where they can be used or essentially contacting them as an acquirer being like, yeah, we want to have you as um, our card processor. And they can just say, no, we don't want that. I also saw that today they deleted from their website, 11 million videos and they're only keeping verified content. Well, that's fair enough because I was going to say Pornhub hosts a, a record amount of um, revenge porn and mm. and child pornography. Um, mm. And it might not be obvious child pornography, but a lot of the girls on there are underage. A lot of them are of age, especially the ones where they're like, teen and friend <laughs> um <laughs> but if you yeah in certain corners of Pornhub you can find some people who really didn't want to be there and didn't have any consent in being yeah. there mm. so if your card is no longer accepted at Pornhub there's a reason may I suggest you look at some like female dominated or female run or queer run there was this this one video that Pornhub came out with called the gift did you see the gift no i love it already oh my god (laughs) tell me um um, okay so the gift i think it came out two years ago and it was directed by a woman and it was very like queer and ah, very like sensual and not Mm. like when i think of pornhub i think of like pov um close-ups close-ups <laughs> like doggy style <laughs> because that's all like that you see on the front page but the gift was like it was something else you should watch it did it have a story it kind of had a not it didn't really have much of a story but it had really good camera angles and it wasn't yeah it was just really nicely done and yeah i remember watching it but not masturbating to it because it was just <laughs> too visually pleasing yeah. like it didn't turn me it's on too beautiful <laughs> you yeah. cared about the plot too much <laughs> yeah yeah i was like wow and this camera angle and like they're on a rooftop wow. in a bathtub oh my god i hope it's still on there was yeah. it verified you reckon it was verified and it was maybe even produced by them oh wow i'm gonna have to check it out I guess it'll be very different to the um, Australian film The Gift about the stall gift, uh, which is a running race. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's not it's not about um, athleticism. Yeah. I mean, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. How long does it go for? <laughs> it goes for fucking ever. It's so long. Oh, that's athleticism. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> It came out in 2018. I'm, I'm looking it up at the moment. Um, <laughs> if, it, if it goes for too long, it'll get to the point where the two girls just move in together. Really. <laughs> get a cat. <laughs> uh, that would be great. I consume a lot of free porn when I should pay for it. This is actually a little reminder to myself. Yeah, do you have you ever paid for porn, either of you? Uh, I mean, I pay for my Netflix subscription when I would just watch um, Blue is the Warmest Colour over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen no, that. I haven't. <laughs> no. You know. Have you, Charlie? No, nah, never. Guys. Uh, yeah, we, we need should, to support. We need to support. <laughs> no, this is, but also, it's so free sometimes. But yeah, we yeah. Support, but we we should, should get a pop gaze one. Yeah. But, and all use it. And we'll have just the biggest mixed array of tastes. Uh, <laughs> you know, <I> recommended. <laughs> We should. I like that. It's like people sharing their "Hey you" and binge accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, I don't remember searching for purple wiggle porn. <laughs> Part of me is like open to that. I was just thinking before. I used to be so like ashamed because I also like I didn't start consuming porn till I was like twenty three, twenty four, like late, wow. and never needed it. Uh, <laughs> um, strong imagination, but I. Also, now I talk about it with my friends all the time to the point where we're like that we were very drunk, but one of them linked in a group chat linked us to a porn that they a porn video that they really enjoyed, and I was kind of like, "This is great, <laughs> like, this is amazing." And a lot of my straight friends watch lesbian porn. I feel like uh, that's yeah. a common thread though for for queers and for women because. Penis vagina porn can be very aggressive sometimes. Mm. And you can mm. be like, um, that would hit your cervix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, maybe you guys can confirm or deny this, but I've heard that there are a lot of lesbians that enjoy watching male gay porn because they don't oh my have God, to, yes. like, they don't have to sort of engage with the idea of, like, this is, like, misogynistic or, like, the male gaze onto women. It's male gaze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a different type of male gaze. But, like, it's sort of they can just enjoy two queer people fucking but without the worry about, you know, straight women playing gay mm. or women being taken advantage yes. of by men or whatever. What do you feel mm. about that? I feel like it's true <laughs> um, because my girlfriend and I have talked about it and we both really like gay male porn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it was like so nice to find out that I wasn't the only one. I don't think yeah. you are. I've heard people, I've also heard a lot of people do that. I haven't done it, but I will yeah. try it tonight, guys. I'll report yeah. back. <laughs> but I, that doesn't surprise me. I also think that like porn is such a, and like masturbation for me anyway, it's so separate, but also linked, but it's just like a different thing to sex. I feel like a lot of people, you should like, think you should have some introspection if you're like, ah, the porn that I watch is like super aggressive. (laughs) Then maybe you should be like, what is that? But Mm. yeah, I think that people can be really like minimalistic about it. Like I know, I feel like we should normalize also like a lot of straight men watching gay porn too. And then, Mm. you know, cause that's, it's a different world. It's a fantasy. Mm. It's also just like sex is sexy. Like 
I, mm-hmm. for the longest time, used to just watch or like mixed in with gay porn. I used to watch straight porn and I would convince myself because I found it legitimately sexy. I'd be like, well, therefore I'm bi or therefore I'm straight. Mm. And it was like a really comforting thing for me. And it wasn't till like I was older and I like obviously realized I was like, no, I definitely am just attracted to men. But that doesn't mean that like this isn't sexy to me anymore. Like it's still hot people enjoying themselves is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there are studies that show that too, that measured arousal in people of different um, genders and different sexual preferences and found that even if you're, you know, a gay male, you will still be aroused by lesbian porn. Like it's just human nature. Obviously, your arousal might not be as high as it would be for the gender that you're actually attracted to, um, but it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Sex is true. sexy. I love mm. that. Because mm. I think that, yeah, well, I mean, it's proven to be true, as Aurelia <laughs> just pointed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you she cannot deny. Yeah. <laughs> I got the receipts. <laughs> Aurelia, I wanted to ask you, because if Jordan's saying that you started watching porn when you were 24... Like, I, I started watching porn when I was, like, 12, 13 kind of thing, which was pretty common for boys. Mm. When did you start watching porn? I think I was 17, yeah. That seems both of those seem really late to me, but what's your experience of girls watching porn? Like, does it tend to be, like, less spoken about and more of a taboo? It, definitely when I was younger, I think that... And also, I was led to believe that porn was for men. I didn't yeah. think that porn was for me. And also, I was masturbating like a champion throughout my teen years. So I was like, don't need it. That's why when women or girls, you know, get obsessed with Twilight books because of the sexual tension and energy there, and people are like, oh, these silly women, it's like, well, give them access to something else. And they yeah. might not, you know, it's, it's less of a choice than people think sometimes. Yeah, I felt like it just wasn't. I hadn't even, like, analysed it. I just didn't think it was for me until Mm. I was like, I'm ready. How about you, Aurelia? Yeah, I definitely agree with that sense it's for men. I've discovered porn on Tumblr. (laughs) Yes, Tumblr was so good for porn. (laughs) Oh, my God, it was amazing. And also I really liked reading porn, and I still do. I love reading a dirty little story, and then Mm -hmm. it feels more authentic (laughs) (laughs) because it's, like, still in your mind. I can't. I don't think I can just use my imagination because I've abused it so much by just watching porn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So reading it is a good in-between. Yeah. I Um, know a few people who love reading. I haven't tried. I think I would love it. I know someone who reads a lot of fantasy gay shit, but I have a friend who loves like Tudor themed porn books like like elizabethan like yeah truly really... <laughs> oh my god that's great like corsets and shit yes. <laughs> do you sell it uh there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Yeah, at a place that you may or may not work, Charlie. I just oh my God. Her on the yes. podcast. <laughs> yes, we do. We have like Mills and Boone books and that kind of stuff. Um <sighs> Hot. I don't think I read those kind of novels, but I definitely agree with you about that. I like reading like stories and that kind of stuff, probably because the same thing. I'm like oversaturated with the other just general porn that it's like oversaturated. <laughs> yeah. How hard you come. Yeah. <laughs> it's just refreshing to imagine. But I can't watch porn without knowing that it's fake. Like, you know, there's not a single like porn story that i'm not like okay we we know it's fake that's what i think and so when it's a story i can kind of suspend my disbelief a little bit and imagine that this actually happened even though it 100 percent didn't (laughs) there's a great snl sketch with uh emma roberts emma roberts no emma stone the sketch is that she's been hired for a porn, a gay porn, where she's the wife who's going to the shops. She's, like, leaving her (laughs) son with his stepdad. Um, And she's like, okay, goodbye. But she's, like, a method actor. And and she's like, what was Sandra? What was her story? And then, like, as she, like, gets wrapped, she's, like, in her car and she's like, goodbye, Sandra. Like, saying goodbye to her character and be like, thank you for what you taught me. And it's... (laughs) so funny because everybody else is like okay let's get this done that sounds great i want to watch that (laughs) it's very funny i'll let Mm. you know did you guys hear that this week the zodiac killer's code got cracked no i didn't what what yeah (laughs) i'm gonna look it up because i only know the premise (laughs) (laughs) This is a classic. I read the title of the article. Yes. <laughs> Which I do But it's a guy from Melbourne. Cracked it. Yes. And he's he's just a mathematician from Melbourne. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Melbourne applied mathematician Sam Blake spent extra time at home following a hobby that would lead to the cracking of a mystery which has puzzled cryptologists for more than 50 years. Yada, yada. Early Saturday morning, he was able to proudly announce his role in finding the solution to the FBI. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, the reason that this guy was able to figure it out is that the guy who wrote it in code fucked up the code, basically. So there was all these, like, spelling mistakes and, like, errors. Yeah. So it meant that, like, in terms of solving the code, because they were just, it was just littered with errors, to uncover it, you just had to wing it. Like, you just had to, like, guess and figure it upon it. And so it was just, like, a one in a million thing, and this guy did it. And he's from Melbourne. That's wow. Cute. I wonder how many true crime podcasts he listens to. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's they still don't know who the Zodiac Killer was. It might be like a um, Golden State Killer situation where someone does a 23andMe and then finds out that their second cousin is one of the most prolific serial killers in American history. Mm. Did you hear about that with the no. Golden State Killer? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. So, Terrible Person, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, is a great series and book about Patton Oswalt's wife, who was, uh, who's passed away, but was a huge part in finding the Golden State Killer. Anyway, she died a year before they found him as well, which is... Oh, that's so annoying. So oh. dead, though. Yeah, it's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and sad. <laughs> But it is so annoying. That's what I think too. I'm like, bitch, you were so close. Uh, It's devastating, devastating. Um, But basically he was like huge in the 70s, huge. Um, And then early 80s and then he just dropped off the face of the earth. People thought that he died. And then in the late 90s he started calling his old victims because some of them survived and he was like, I'm going to find you. I never forgot. Mm, Terrifying. And then in 20. 17 they found him because one of his like second cousins did one of those 23andme dna things because she was like i want to find out how much percent irish i am and (laughs) it goes through the fbi because they had his dna they had evidence of him on file but they didn't have anything to compare it to because he'd never been like arrested or anything like that like nothing and then they were able to link it to him and they found him in 2017 Fuck. And he got coronavirus. Oh, oh man. God. He deserved that. And yeah. As did Rudy Giuliani this week. Oh. Oh. That man. That oh. man's makeup. He needs Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put some Grinch palette on it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so God. what's the story with Rudy Giuliani? He just got COVID? What does he, he have got to COVID. do now? And it's after he had that, like, look, did you guys see that? Like, um, he was doing some interview and he had, like, a dripping, it looked like his, like, wig, like, dye <laughs> leaking, <laughs> dripping yeah. down his forehead. And people were like, is it blood? Is it, like, <laughs> makeup? Wig? Like, yeah. yeah, it was so awful. But um, there was another news story of another Republican who lost his tooth while doing a speech. Oh, oh my God. Have you seen that? <laughs> and, like, there's a video. It, it falls out mid-speech and then he like pauses and fumbles with it with his tongue and then oh he tucks it in <gasps> under his lip and keeps talking. Oh my God. <laughs> no. That is unholy. That, that is my nightmare. <laughs> yes. It's going to get our crooked tooth, Aurelia. Yeah, my crooked little tooth falling out mid-speech. Yeah. What a nightmare. That's like the fly. Like he's turning into a bug. He just yeah. starts <laughs> falling apart. Oh, my God. Yuck. Speaking of Republicans and serial killers, uh, <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear the conspiracy theory that Ted Cruz was uh, was the Zodiac killer? No. <laughs> Back in 2016 when he was running for the Republican primary against Trump. Honestly. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I know. (laughs) But people were like, if it were him, he would have been literally eight years old. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, yeah, he was a demon child. (laughs) Politicians are, I'm pretty sure they are the most likely to be sociopaths statistically of all career paths agree yes yeah did you hear about that hungarian politician who was this massive conservative homophobe that last week stepped down from his job because he was caught in a 25 man orgy and when reporters arrived there he fled out the window (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 25 Uh... men the jig is up. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. If you're going to do it, go out with a bag. Like, go yeah. out. Go with out with 25 like bags. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh insane. God. 
25? Like, it's not even like he... Like, I thought you'd be like, he was in a 25-year... I don't even affair. know 25 people. You know what I mean? Like, let alone, like, 25 people for a sexual encounter. Like, that's a lot. Mm. You don't have to be friends with the people you fuck. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just like going to a sauna, like... Wet on Wellington or something like that. When is Wet on Wellington going to come back? Is it done? It's open. It's open already. One of my housemates oh my um, told us the other day that they have, like, special nights and he, he's brought it up twice now being like, um, it's bring a friend at Wet on Wellington. And we're like, oh. what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're going to come to our listeners live from Wet on Wellington next week. Oh <laughs> How is Wet on Wellington going with COVID-19 restrictions? <laughs> True. It was like those people that were like, as long as you do doggy style, it's COVID safe because you're <laughs> 1.5 metres from their face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm excited for clubbing to come back. Circuit was back this weekend. I can't wait. I want to go dancing. Mm, Absolutely. I know that after like two songs, though, I'll be like, I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah. I'll leave (laughs) by eight, but it'll be a good half hour. Oh, wow. It'll be so good. I just want to hear WAP on the dance floor. Yes! <laughs> yes! <gasps> Are you guys following Megan the Stallion on Instagram? Oh. Oh, you got it. She's posting some absolutely incredible dance videos. The way that she can isolate her ass, I will never understand. Like, she, <laughs> she's twerking so slowly that it's like, this is, it should be an Olympic sport. Like, wow. It's incredible. Um, it's like poetry. It's beautiful. It is. Well, I think she's doing it for her new album release. Actually, guys, I just remembered something that happened on Instagram today that was pretty big news. Do you guys follow Lizzo? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw this, yeah. So Lizzo was promoting a smoothie detox in her stories, and she copped a lot of shit because she is sort of the face of body positivity and self-love and usually that doesn't align with supporting detox <laughs> i think wasn't it also like the gu- the guy or the girl that heads that campaign that she was promoting has said shit that's like weight loss uh, sorry i've come with nothing i'm so sorry. no you're fine <laughs> I, I haven't seen this this is the first i'm hearing of it yeah and i I mean, I agree, it's, like, not on brand for her, but I also remember her saying that she's sick of being heralded as just, like, one person who's there for body positivity. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think detox products in general are mainly scams and they shouldn't be promoted, but at the same time, she's being held on a really high standard being put out as this role model for people who are part of the body positivity movement but she's not going to be perfect is she no but also i mean if she wants to lose weight that's her body like she can do what she wants like i i I think you can be body body positive at any size and if she's just kind of like this is part of my health journey this is what i want i don't see why any that's anyone else's business although she's i guess she's making it other people's business if she's telling people use this diet if you don't want to use it you don't have to like i mean i see so many ads that i just scroll past which actually brings me to something else that i meant to talk to you guys about but i forgot last week (laughs) which was a tweet cardi b posted where she was thinking about buying a handbag and she was like should i buy this handbag it's 80k 
That was roughly the tweet. And people just went off being like, you need to donate money. Oh, you shouldn't off. be spending that kind of money on a handbag. And then she actually tweeted, if you've donated to something in the past, show me a receipt and I'll match it. Oh, <laughs> good on her. And then people were tweeting like all about their donations and then people were like, what do you mean? I can't donate. I'm poor. And then somebody was like, she's talking about the past. If you've ever donated in the past, you can post that receipt and she will match it. And she did. That's such a great fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Although $80,000 for a handbag is too much. I'm sorry, Charlie. I've got a side on the replies here. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's too much money. What could it be made of? It's... An orangutan? Like... <laughs> No, I think it's a Hermes Birkin bag, which do go for a lot of money, but they appreciate as well. Like there's some handbags you can buy for X amount and like 10 years later, sell them for double that. Wow. Which in itself is insane and shouldn't exist, but it does. Mm -hmm. And I guess when I think about me now, I could buy a tote bag for $20 mm -hmm. and not bad an eye. But six years ago, I wouldn't have spent more than $3 on a tote bag. Yeah. I mean, true. <laughs> you know. Are you still selling your tote bags while we're talking um, about totes? I have like five left um, <laughs> of my one woman's trash is another woman's boyfriend tote bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, you got to get in. That's yeah, so reach funny. out to Aurelia. Hit her up. <laughs> Sell those last ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's just really interesting. People really hold celebrities to a high regard and then will quit, especially women and then mm. especially black women. And mm -hmm. then, then something goes wrong or they're not the perfect person that they're supposed to be. And as we've discussed many times on this podcast, find us a celebrity that is like, yes. <laughs> we put them on this pedestal, 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 <laughs> and just wait for them to fall a mm. little bit. I think the Lizzo stuff is complicated. I think that we're just getting around the idea of body liberation and 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 fat phobia that we don't even know what the language is and what we should expect. I think that the main thing is like making sure that, in spite of, not in spite of, but even as we see Lizzo lose weight or do a detox as is her choice as a human being, it doesn't mean that we then expect any fat people we know to go on a juice cleanse for our comfort. <laughs> you know, like, I think that we can see that as critical thinking humans, but there are some people who will be like, you know, I can't wait for, for Christmas with everyone's mum being like, have you seen Rebel Wilson? Oh, my God, she's been working so hard. Oh, my God. I feel like what it would partially be as well is that I reckon for a lot of like plus size women Lizzo would be someone that they can kind of look at as like a role model or like a beacon of like you know she's big and she's beautiful and she's successful and so to have someone like that be like I'm gonna be losing weight or I want to do that maybe it feels like losing that representative you know like there are a lot of people upset about Adele's weight loss transformation which was yeah. also huge because there was that similar kind of affinity that Adele had become this like symbol for a type of community mm. but as much as I can understand that I do sort of feel like celebrities don't owe anyone anything mm -hmm. these people are just 
live in their lives and they can't be made to be anyone's parents. Mm. They've got their own lives to worry about. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, true. It's just like people saying, oh, WAP is a bad example for young girls. Well, yeah. maybe it's not for young girls. And Lizzo yeah. losing weight or promoting a detox. Well, it's not pe for people who don't want to detox. It's for, you know, somebody who might look at it and go, oh, I want to try that. And if you don't, then I don't think it's on you to attack that person for doing that. It's more about looking at what you want and need in your life. Yeah. yeah. I just like wish that we could normalize <laughs> the top trending word of 2020. <laughs> But normalize bodies changing, growing, slimming down, getting bigger, changing all over the place as we age, as we are more active with whatever work we do or if we have a more sedentary job. If we were more accepting of bodies changing, celebrities gaining, losing weight, we wouldn't claim so much ownership over it because especially mm. when it comes to weight, everyone thinks they're a doctor. Everybody thinks that they're an expert. We diagnose fat people all the time. Yeah. Without, and and the only thing we diagnose them with is laziness and that's really ingrained in our society. But I will say, as much as it's her right to do whatever she wants, Ugh, God, guys, detoxes never fucking work. Like, it's just a weird thing. You're going to have diarrhea. I can't. I can't. It doesn't work. Mm, don't do it. Don't fucking well, do I don't it. Know what, yeah. Everybody has different goals with detox, but I don't know anyone who's done a detox and hasn't turned, hasn't just ended up on the toilet for three days. So... <laughs> But if you're a celebrity, you have a really nice toilet. It's probably one of those Japanese ones that True. shoots water in, into your bum hole after yeah. you shit. Or she's probably like hooked up to like a 24-7 like colonoscopy kind of thing. Like, mm, you know. Yeah. That massages the butt as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to sort of segue back um, to what we were talking about before or to regway, a word that I invented. <laughs> When you were talking about Meg Thee Stallion's dancing being like an Olympic sport, breakdancing is, they've revealed, is going to be the newest Olympic sport at the 2024 Olympics. What wow. do we think about that? Oh, my God. Charlie, will you be entering the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should we, should we form a troupe? Is this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dancing is my, like, Achilles heel. Like, I can't... <laughs> It's like my Achilles heel, my Achilles leg, my Achilles ankle. <laughs> no, I can't do it. So I think, no. Yeah. Can either same. of you dance or break dance? No. no. I die. I love dancing. <laughs> yes. I cannot dance, though. <laughs> But I think it's really cool, the idea of that at the Olympics, because it is it, the most incredible athleticism and, like, choreography and, like, the bodily feats that these people can achieve is mind-blowing. And when shit like, you know, walking is a sport at the Olympics, it's like, come on, like, we can have breakdancing at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, being walking is a sport. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work with a guy who used to do that. <laughs> He used to be a really good walker and there's, like, all these rules to it because... Um, you always have to have like one foot on the ground. 
like at all times. And if you stuff it up too often during the Olympics, you can be disqualified. I'm happy for him, but like no kid grows up being like, I want to be a professional walker. Like, <laughs> well, when I have kids, I'm going to make sure that I let them know that that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> No one can do that and look hot. No one can, yeah. like... It's, yeah. it's so funny. You look like a little penguin. Yeah. You look like Catherine um, Kel. Yeah. Doing their, like... Kel? Kel is her husband. No, Kel's her husband. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, they're yeah. in their, like, running tracksuits and they're doing their, like, hip walk. Oh, that is a classic outfit. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Everyone's dressing like Kath now. Kath is in. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> so exciting. How do you think they would grade break dancing? Would it be like gymnastics? I wonder if there'd be like a like a solo version and then like a group number because some break dancing is like basically cheerleading. And even then, this begs the question, is cheerleading going to be a sport? Like after watching cheer this year, I have the most profound admiration for what those <laughs> kids can do. Mm. It's huge. And then the, the the most, like, cooked thing about watching Cheer is they're like, yeah, we, like, dedicate our lives to it and then we graduate college and that's it. Like, and that's there's it, yeah. no career for them. Like, <laughs> such a specific skill that can doesn't really take you anywhere. Yeah. Um, maybe to the Olympics. Mm. Start writing letters. I think that the breakdancing will become the biggest one. That does sound so cool. Do you know in the, like, initial historic Olympics, like, in its original form, stuff like poetry and songs were in the Olympics. Like, there was arts parts of the um, Olympics. That's gay. Yeah. It's basically just Eurovision, but... Uh, they can hold the slam poetry, though. I don't want to see that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic. Inside, inside, inside. Coughing yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A glint of mask. Humans moving. <laughs> Charlie... Do you have a queer and A for us? Yes, I do. I have a nice Christmas one this ah, week. Mm. We've got one here from Lucas from Lilydale, who says, This year I came out to my extended family, so I want to show up to Christmas with a bang. Any tips to make the Yuletide gay? <laughs> <laughs> I did see an Instagram ad for Mariah Carey earrings, so... Oh, is it her in the, like, wheelchair when she's getting, like, pushed in and she's just got, like, her legs up? Have you seen that? No, but no. I that. It's her just, like, entering a building. She's, like, coming out of a lift with her entourage and she's sitting legs up on this wheelchair in, like, a full glittering bodysuit and they're pushing her so that she doesn't have to walk in heels. And she's just, like, doing, like, a queen wave as she gets out the elevator. Like, she could not give two shits. <laughs> so, yeah, wear those earrings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you recommend Aurelia I have no idea I like didn't grow up celebrating Christmas being a Jehovah's Witness lol all my Christmases have been at other people's families and I just do my best to um, not stand out while eating as much as humanly possible mm, that sounds good <laughs> I love the way you added lol on the end of it, it reminds yeah. me of like friends revealing something deep about themselves and adding lol on the end to not say too much <laughs> I'm, I'm not traumatized i'm fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> no traumatized and fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two can coexist 
How old were you for your first Christmas, Aurelia? Uh, 17. Oh, wow. Or 16, yeah, something like that. So just last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're, doing, you're spending it with Inez's family? Yeah, so I met her family maybe two weeks ago, and I'll be spending Christmas there. And, oh, I still have to buy their gifts too, but they're really simple. I already know what they are. But yeah, I'm really excited to eat her mum's food and pavlova. I love it. Yes, ah. I love pavlova. That's so good. That's like the one thing my family does. Yeah, Christmas is all about food, right? A yeah. thousand percent. Less about the people, more about the food, to be honest. Um. What does your family <laughs> eat, Jordan? We have breakfast as well as lunch, which I found out is like a lot of some people do it, but a lot of people are like, oh, don't you have enough food? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we like just lots of seafood and I'm bringing a vegan nut loaf because that's my lesbian. <laughs> that is the most you thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, God. Nut loaf. Hi, guys. Yeah. yeah. And Christmas can be really fucked. I enjoy it, but also a grain of salt. So if you, if any of our listeners have difficult family members or don't celebrate Christmas and find it weird when the whole of Australia is like, only Christians exist. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Know that we at Pop Gays love you. Yeah. (laughs) And we care about you. And, oh, I will say something that I did do in case our listener is interested. Last year, my grandparents who voted no and also voted for Pauline Hanson um, oh God! And are very much swept up in the uh, sky apartheid. news of it all. In the apartheid, <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Um, oh they came to Melbourne for Christmas because they live in Sydney, and I bought these amazing earrings from Designer Space. And the designer is House of Dizzy, who's a wondery jewelry maker. She's great, and they were big glittery and they said gay power <laughs> and you wore it to christmas and i wore it to christmas yes bitch that's oh, right. I love that. what did they um, say nothing <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the greatest gift of all charlie what are you gonna do to make christmas gayer than usual <laughs> I actually, last weekend, I had both my extended family Christmases because we kind of get it out of the way early because both my parents are one of six and then they all had heaps of kids. So I have so many fucking cousins and it's just a nightmare trying to organize it on Christmas. So we don't bother with with it on the day and we just have like our immediate family um, kind of thing. But um, it was nice. We It was really casual this year because of COVID and everyone was just depleted from this year. And it was the first year on my mum's side that we'd done it not at someone's house. Like it wasn't like hosted officially by anyone. It was, we just met up. We went, had a barbecue beside the Yarra in the city. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It was actually the most relaxed it's ever been. And it was the nicest by far. Mm. Um, And it was the first time that my sister had brought her girlfriend to the um, Christmas thing. And it was the perfect setting for it because it was so relaxed and yeah, it was just really nice. Had a good time. And I think this year of all years, everyone has just been through the ringer. So hopefully mm. this kind of like holiday season, we kind of chill. Yeah. yeah. Like don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. I just don't care anymore. 
Just be yourself, Lucas. Have yeah. fun. Be your beautiful gay self. Yeah. Wear an earring in one ear. <laughs> the gay one. Yeah, yeah the gay yeah. ear, like God intended. <laughs> Which side is the gay side? It's regional. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Lucas, and happy holidays to everybody else. Keep it gay. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, everything's political. Oh, yeah. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Speaking of just quickly about your nut loaf, Jordan, um, <laughs> as, we were, <laughs> as we were leaving my gramps' Christmas on my dad's side, all my relatives were really good about my sister and her girlfriend and they all made her feel very included. But they're also, like you, uh, vegan, and which is sort of like almost in their eyes equivalent to being gay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that outlandish to mm. them. <laughs> so that's a whole other caliber. There are like, you know, like Charlie's gay, but at least he eats meat, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hardcore. And it's also like so stereotypical that lesbians are vegan or vegetarian and they'll yeah. a thousand jokes. Like, oh, you don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) But as we were leaving and, you know, we have all this like leftover food, all my aunties were just kind of like pummeling stuff on plates and giving them to us. And like they got to the end of the the big plate that they were taking from and they're like, spinach, spinach. And they were just looking at my (laughs) sister and her girlfriend. It's like these like spinach rolls that no one wanted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like just, it's like they've been so inclusive. Like, take the spinach rolls. There you go. Nice little, yeah, yeah, nice little lesbian vegan treat for you girls. There you go. Yum, yum. Is chicken vegan? (laughs) Is ricotta vegan? It's free range. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. That's fantastic. (laughs) So, Lucas, have some spinach, um, Mm. spinach rolls this Christmas. That'll mm. keep your Yuletide gay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And have a good Christmas, you two. I'll see you guys next week for our yeah. 20th episode. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Next week. Can't wait. 2020. <laughs> 2020, please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pod. And if you like this episode, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, be gay. (laughs) (laughs) Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.